0: And welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TO Triple T B. My name's Natalia and I play Siliquy. So, ending on the last session, we left out on a bit of a cliffhanger. Are the gang still alive? Will silicy ever get dry again? Who knows? Meanwhile, if you would like to stay in contact, please feel free to join us on any of our social media. We are T-O Triple T B Podcast on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Feel free to make some suggestions of what you might like to see on our Instagram or on our social channels. We're a friendly bunch. Feel free to come and chat to us. Adventure!
1: Of Percival Silverlight It would appear that in only a handful of days Eight, to be precise We have become hopelessly lost In the dark and forbidding jungles of Chult Rations are low Our protection against disease carrying insects is dwindling And I think I left my favourite moustache comb at home Things are looking bleak to top it off, after exploring a mysterious mangrove swamp and discovering a statue of Uptao, Silakui may well be possessed or simply have bad indigestion. Whatever it is, an unknown power seems likely to make itself known through her. Adventure.
0: Um, okay, I'm going to cast... Uh, can I cast the random thing? Whatever it is, please.
2: You want to let the spell cast?
0: Go on then.
3: <laughs> all right then. You all appear in Camp Righteous.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not
2: quite, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> you you hear the, the little voice that seems to be emanating from the back of your head ask you if you would like it to cast the spell for you and with what I can only assume is uh, much trepidation and, uh, and lots of nervous glances to everybody else before you do so, you mentally say back, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. At once, the warmth that you felt transfer from the statue into your hand and into your chest spreads. It goes through your body. And while you... you can still sense, you can still see, it's like you have become the passenger you are no longer in control of your body. You try to move your hand and your fingers, but you can't. Whatever power has taken hold of you, that is in control. However, it doesn't necessarily feel unnerving to the point of evil. It's unnerving, but it feels more, more warm, more more friendly, as if, as if someone has taken you by the hand and is sort of is, is leading you. And you reach out with your hand and you watch your finger trace through the air. and It's a couple of minutes before you realise that what you're tracing is the path through the labyrinth that you traced before. And bear with me while I look up what the spell does.
0: Girl, <laughs> <Grr. laughs> uh, Are you guys going to be reacting at all, either? That the fact that, that suddenly Siliqui stood there, with her, like, unable I... to move and crazy shit going on? I'm,
1: I mean... you okay, Siliqui. Nod, nod if you're okay.
0: I don't even know if she can talk at the moment. She's just concentrating in it. From yeah. <laughs> your perspective,
2: guys, she doesn't talk. She's just staring straight out ahead, slightly slack mouth, and it's just—it's got a bit rigid. Apart from her arm, which is doing this tracing. It prompts you to name a location that you know the position of.
1: Mm. And in this instance,
2: I'm just going to say, Silaqui, this is all on you. You cannot communicate. The first place that you talk of is what I will accept.
0: And, sorry, and that's for it to take us to?
2: It doesn't say. It simply prompts you to name a destination you know on this plane. Uh, Camp Righteous. With that, the spell releases. (laughs) You feel this energy just surge through you, this connection to the primal force of the weave that runs through the entire world. And into your mind comes the exact traveling path you need to take to get to Camp Righteous.
0: I'm a human compass!
2: (laughs) Effectively. This is above board, this is a spell called Find the Path. It is a level 6 divination spell. And it basically allows you to find the shortest, most direct physical route to a specific location you are familiar with on the same plane of existence as you. Um, and this, as you can probably tell, has been bestowed upon you specifically by that statue. It's very kind of it. This essentially means that uh, Rana no longer needs to make navigation rolls, at least while you guys are heading to Camp Righteous, uh, because Siliqui knows the exact route. Mm. Thank the gods for that. hmm <laughs> And by the looks of things... This is something you will know, Syliquy, it will take you, well, it's going to take you three days at a normal pace, two at a fast pace.
0: We're going to have to go fast, aren't we? Because we haven't got we any We only have two days of food. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, unless yeah. you do some hunting, but that would mean having to stop.
4: Yeah. But if yeah. we get to Camp Righteous, we can buy food.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, If we do fast, if we come into any problems, then overnight we can stop somewhere see if we can hunt or do something.
4: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, fast.
0: So this find the path, does it, after I've used it, does it go completely or does it mean I've got it now in me?
2: No. So the warmth has gone. You no longer have that feeling. Once you've cast the spell and this path appears in your mind, even without looking at a map, you just, you know. Like in Assassin's Creed, when you can see the path, like, footsteps yeah. ahead of you. Yeah. Although in this case, I suppose it's like water ripples because you're on a boat. Um, you can see, like, stretching out of ahead of you, a faint glow in the water pointing you in the direction you need to go to get to Camp Righteous.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but the presence, the entity, whatever it was that passed into you from the statue, that is now just gone. With the casting of the spell, that's it. So what What happens, Illoquia?
0: Well, I... I got this uh, overwhelming urge I thought I was going to burp but I didn't and then I got this overwhelming urge in the back of my head and in my chest um, that uh, I had to ask something some divine spirit or something I'm not that, that way but it asked me to ask um, permission to this divine spirit or something that it would show, show me the way um, which I think is from touching uh, I don't know where my accent's going from, um, from touching the labyrinths find accent yeah <laughs> um, also uh, I wanted to tell you guys um, when, when we and Zibby were on the last watch last night um, we I saw a, a ripple and it was a large ripple in the water like a human or similar you know, a large shape um, in the water and it had two um, two little ice stalks popped up at one point uh, it, it stayed away but we should know um, just in case um any of you get interrupted or uh or it comes it comes closer and attacks hey, you. Hang on, hang on,
2: two at, at the mention at the mention of the eye stalks, you see over I don't I don't actually know who's in which canoe, um, but sort of over somebody's shoulder you see Inette just yeah. goes she just blanches Like she just looks terrified at the mention of the eye stalks. You're right, did it.
1: It's what she was t- talking about the other day. Do you remember? Aldani. That's the ones. I'm guessing they're real then.
0: Are they dangerous?
1: Not sure we even
4: knew they existed until, well, until you saw them, properly. They are legends. Legends do not say so much. They are seen. People say they see them sometimes. But I do not know if they are dangerous. The stories do not tell. Hmm. I was I was actually trying to work out there whether or not I'd actually told you about them, Toby. But yeah, that is what you know about them. Um, that was basically what I said the last time they were brought up when we saw the eyes on the edge of camp the other night. That hmm. was as, as much as I yeah. knew. There are legends of them, but I don't know any more than that.
1: Um, I, I also hate to say, um, siloquy. Yeah. Um, I I have one question. What? what? I guess Maybe it's two. I don't. What's that person? So, you just had this god, Ubuntu, Ubuntu, or whatever. I know.
0: What are you trying to uh, say? Are you trying to you... say Upt- Uptal?
1: <laughs> yeah, Uptal girl. Yes. Uptal. Um, he just pointed the way to Camp Righteous, yeah? Um, I,
0: I I, I, don't know if he pointed it, but I, I know... In in myself, I know I know deep down it's it's the way. So I, I I'm assuming some divine power told me how to get
1: there. Okay, so if we go back to that statue and we do it again, could we find our way to the soulmonger?
0: I don't. Uh, um, it said that we had to um, out back out carrots again. That it's somewhere we had to know of, isn't it? Rather than um, that we need to know exists on the plane. Is that right?
2: The voice, uh, the voice in your head, um, said that it had to be a destination you knew. So yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So the uh, the the voice I heard it, it said I had to know. Uh, I had to. We had to know of the place. So um, the soul manga. Nobody knows much about it yet, so I'm not sure that work.
2: Yeah, I would yes. say for that distinction, you know that the Soulmonger is a thing. You don't know where it is, though. Ah, uh, but
1: if we try and scry on it, and then we also... If we get a bit more information that way, and then we can use the, the uh, magical statue man.
0: Yes, if we, uh, if we for some reason, if we're going back through it again, and... Uh, and if if we're able to find out the location of the Solabanga, even if we don't know how to get there, we might be able to then ask the the big statue man.
1: So, would we be able to make a note that where we currently are? The statue
2: man that gives you is things. is
1: that where <laughs>
2: is that where that statue was? So here is the tricky thing: mm-hmm. you actually have moved on from the statue. Yeah. You can mark where you currently are because you have found yourselves, um, and I can uh, I can just quickly hold on. Let me just yeah. There we go. So you know that on that hex you would have to you would have to do uh, some sort of roll to find the statue again. Um, yeah. But yes, you could potentially return to this um, and try and get the spell again.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, we are presumably heading off.
0: Yeah. Uh, to start with, fast, if we can, to try and get some food.
2: <laughs> okay, dokie. Right, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so, uh, with the information guiding your way, following, pretty much accuracy now, you make your way straight out of the mangroves. So, moving at a fast pace, I have to roll to determine whether or not you go any faster. Oh, you do. Uh, So you have made it three hexagons closer to Camp Righteous. You can make it to Camp Righteous tomorrow, uh, but night is falling. If you wanted to travel through the night, you could do, um, but you would then receive exhaustion.
0: Um, I think we're better off taking, uh, you know, sleep here. And while we're here, is there any way can we do anything like set up anything for potential traps to catch um, something to eat? Or can we do anything to hunt that would help us hunt anything?
2: Because you've travelled fast, I'd say that no, you don't really have time to set up traps, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, to be perfectly honest, the idea with this is that you're travelling all day anyway. Um, yeah. And in order to really be efficient with traps, you kind of need to spend a decent amount of the day setting Sorting them up, out. waiting for them to trigger. Yeah. If you wanted to spend a day there, you could spend a day, you know, hunting and see how well, see how well you do sort of gathering food supplies if that was something you wanted to do, but you'd have to basically spend the day there. You wouldn't be able to um, move on.
0: Do you think it's worth us having a day in road just to make sure that we're, um, we've we got food? Otherwise, if we get to, almost get to Camp righteous but we're out of food, well, we then we're going to have exhaustion to try and hunt with.
4: We're, we're not going to get lost, though. So yeah, um, we, we have food for today and for tomorrow. So if, even if we get lost tomorrow, yeah. we still have food tomorrow, and then we can hunt wherever we are. So I think we should just eat the rations and just camp tonight.
3: Eat the rations and carry on, yeah. So down to one ration. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'll just see if
2: anything costs you at night. Nope. You have a decent night's sleep. Um, Unbeturbed by anything, even the strange creature that seems to have been following you for a couple of nights. It's been following us for three days.
4: Um,
0: Have I? (laughs) Did we see it following us again?
2: Uh, no, th- that, was, that was what I was rolling for, is whether oh, okay. or not you had some sort of encounter. You guys were looking for it, but as far as you could tell, nothing was following you and, and nothing particularly caused an encounter. Mm-hmm. You wake on the, I believe this is now the 10th day of your tenth, trip.
3: 10th day, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the 10th day of your trip, and it dawns misty. However, because of the spell, this does not perturb your ability to stay on target. Silica, you can still see the path straight ahead. Keep on going round the river bend, and you should be there in the latter part of the well, latter part of the afternoon if you go at a fast pace. Evening if you go at a normal pace. Should
0: we go fast just so that way we I can, think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we can get somewhere to stay and yep. stuff in there. Yeah.
2: So you go fast. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point. Yep, you are going. You are going at a decent lick. Um, so you are able to follow the river around and mm-hmm. you reach Camp Righteous.
1: <laughs>
2: Welcome to Camp Righteous.
3: What I want to know is if everybody there is righteously camp.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm super! Thanks for asking! Yeah.
2: <laughs> Bear with me. Oh, to sort something out. <laughs> what was that? It
0: was Bears. Bears.
1: Bears.
2: <laughs> Good lord. Bears?
1: Ah. In a forest. <laughs> a tiger <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> technically, technically, it's a jungle. Bear? In a jungle? I oh. have
3: thought of that. Surely red. not. Yes, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs>
4: It's a spectacle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spread just throwing
3: them all in there. This is amazing.
0: Yeah. All the jokes. It's all good.
2: <laughs> Siloquy. Yeah. Make me a perception check. Solid.
0: Twenty-two.
2: Okay. You're travelling along the river. You're mostly staring ahead. You have become the navigator now, with you know your ability to see the path ahead of you. And the others, they're looking around, they're acting as watch now, if, if they're not rowing, um, as you're the one in charge of making sure you guys get to Camp Righteous. Yes, in charge. We're about there, about five minutes away from Camp Righteous. It's literally just around the river bend. When something catches your eye...
0: <laughs> what was that?
2: There is movement on the western bank, uh, which is...
0: So, sort of, this, this side?
2: side. No, no, this side. Oh, okay yeah so the north north east ish side of the shoshin star yeah okay it's a small flicker but as you look over and take a and take a good look you realize that up on a ledge sort of overlooking the water a figure has stepped out from the undergrowth you don't know what you don't know who exactly it is the person is hooded and is completely enrobed in a long crimson robe uh, long crimson robes never good mm-hmm this all happens in an instant as you're as you're looking up at them yeah there are necklaces and various pendants around his around their neck I keep saying he, It's you've no idea
0: yeah. um,
2: <laughs> and while the face is hooded so that you can't actually see a face you distinctly spot two shining pink pricks in the folds of the cloak. You are about to turn to the others and let them know, but a cry comes up from Undril. The water has carried you round the corner and in front of you, you can see Camp Righteous. And unfortunately, you're too late. Camp Righteous has been decimated. No! Fucker.
1: Guys,
0: Hey, Inetta, um, uh, Andre, I, I, this is awful. Can you see up there, though? Quick, up there. This, the, the, the figure is a, a a red-robed figure. Do you know what that was or who it could be? They may be the ones that done this.
2: Who are you addressing again, uh, Inette.
0: Uh, Inetta? Inetta, Andre, um and Rana for that matter. Actually, all three of them. It's all of us. Yeah. Oh, Percy won't mm-hmm. know.
2: But
1: is it everyone um, else? <laughs> I, I might.
2: <laughs> I knew what a quipper was. God damn it! It's a joke. Undril is the one that cried out, um, <laughs> as she can see that there has been some sort of destruction, um, and is much more concerned with the possible survival or state of any members of the Order of the Gauntlet that might still be at Camp Righteous. Um, Undral. Probably doesn't even hear your request, um, and would even if she had, she would. She seems to be in such a state that she would just pass it off and just just wouldn't pay it any heed whatsoever. Inette, however, um, she does glance round and has a look up, but as you sort of point up towards the ledge to show her this this red-robed person, you see that they have vanished. There is no one standing on that ledge anymore.
0: Well, they were just up there. They had um, it's like a long red robe uh they're about this tall um lo- lots of necklaces around the neck and um big hoods and two shining uh pinpricks that light at, like light I don't know if it's eyes or what, but uh, just in the, uh, in their clo- cloaks 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 <laughs> oh, i don't know cloaks. whatever Welsh accent is <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, that, was it very small you know <laughs> and and holding kind of Bits of, of trash. No, like
0: it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> he trying to think if it was a trash panda. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, no, it was. It was far away, but it. They seemed like they were fairly big, not not tiny. I, um, what should we do? Should we, uh, go go into the camp, Righteous, like, just, just to see if we can get any food or have a look for for um, have a look to see what what caused this and if we can help anyone
4: I think we should get in there and see if, see if there are any survivors
0: I think we need to be careful make sure that, the, that those red people um, uh, Annette I remember a while ago you said you had a dream that had red men or something you said you had a, or a vision, is it a vision?
2: it's from the basement.
0: yes you said red men in Chaltz and are Basin.
2: Undril, at this point, at this point turns around and sort of says to you, What are you twittering about? We need to get in there. We need to find the, find the order. Undril, as I say, she's beside herself. Looking up at Camp Righteous, I hope you guys can now see...
4: No, if you scroll, scroll to the top right hand side... The man giving a crocodile a piggyback.
2: Uh yes, I can see the
3: crocodile piggyback man. Mhm.
2: This is Camp Righteous. There are a number of tents and one seems to be slightly hastily built one one structure this stone structure down here. It's on a slight rise just behind this tent over here. Um, but one side of it has collapsed. Um has seems to have been broken in. There doesn't, as far as you can tell, appear to be anyone around around the tents in the building at all. There is a fire, but in this instance, it's actually it's gone out. Um, it has clearly been some time since someone's been here. Uh, to the north of the camp is this ridge, and built into the ridge is an 80-foot-tall stone statue carved to look like a man with a crocodile on his back. Between the statue's feet, It's a stone archway, which is just down Mm -hmm. here. To the left of the statue, Mm -hmm. there is a crude animal pen with what appears to be a small panicked bird running around inside it.
0: Other than
2: that, however, there are no signs of life around the camp.
0: So you said that it's like an archway door thing here. Is that the archway into the camp, or is that an archway into somewhere else?
2: Into somewhere else. The camp itself is outside of whatever it is. There are some steps just here. Um, that are leading up towards the okay. archway, and the archway is just dark. You can't see anything um, inside it.
0: Does somebody want to grab the bird? and We'll go in to see if there's anybody alive inside.
3: I'll, I'll go and see if I can calm the bird down.
0: Do you want to also try and calm Andrea down? She's rather upset.
4: Rana says bird is in pen. Bird should stay in pen.
0: I'm like, okay, I just thought in case people come back and they... Um, if the people that did this I, went, I just thought they don't kill the bird as well in case the bird has some importance
1: yeah, I think if it was really important it'd be dead already
0: Can anybody talk to um, the bird? Does the bird talk?
1: Do we know anyone that could do that? No <laughs> Definitely not Okay,
2: Percival walks off I think you do, I'm pretty sure Rana could talk to animals Rana,
4: Rana can speak to bird later but must prepare his thoughts will take a night's sleep beforehand. Mm. Leave bird in pen if we are still alive mm. and bird is alive tomorrow. Rana can speak to the bird then. Zippy's
3: ignoring most of this conversation as in, and is uh, heading down towards the, where the bird is.
0: I put my hand in my pocket to see if I have any crumbs and I'll get a couple of crumbs of old bread or something out and give it to the bird.
2: So I'm going to move you guys across now. From my perspective, you guys are still on the river. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm exactly. gonna, so I'm going to now... <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm now going to pop you onto the map so you can start actually exploring
4: it and doing what you'd like to do. Okay. So yeah. I'm assuming we shouldn't we shouldn't be moving yet because if we're we're going to be moving, we're we not are we going to be moving yeah. with like 30 foot as we would do normally? So we should all go back to the start. We should be moving.
2: Yeah, so, well, it's not exactly initiative order, because the initiative really for when you're actually in combat. However, what I will do is um, basically ask you to, I've got, I've got you guys in order on the little tabs at the bottom. Um, and yep. I'm going to ask you in order what you guys want to do.
4: Okay, so if we all line up where we were at the start then.
2: Uh, can you also see, I have popped them behind you, but I'll just pop them in front now. Undra was with you as well. When you guys pull up onto the shore, Undral immediately jumps off and heads straight for this tent because she's gunning for any sign of life, calling out for Commander, I believe it was Commander Vimes, I said, was the, um, was the man in charge? <laughs> yes, it was. It was the first name that popped into my head, actually.
0: Andre, you should be careful. We don't know if the, the people that did this are still around. We'll we, do it quite. we will help you, but be careful. Don't shout so loud in case they come back.
2: Again, Undral is just... Just seems to be deaf to your calls. She's worried about the order, and possibly for the first time, she's 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 lost her cool. She is uh, she is concerned as to what's happened here.
0: Zippy, you might want to go with her. She's she's looking really ups- upset.
2: Rana, yeah. On what I've got here, you're up first. So, what would you like to do? Having pulled up here and seen this, there are tents in disarray. There's some tents over on this side um, well, that are yep. still they're still standing. But here and there, there are signs that there's been some sort of fight, some sort of scuffle.
4: I will, um, I'll reach to my right, um, I'll tap um, Zibby on the arm, and I'll sort of motion towards the tents on my left, and I'll say, "Zippy, with me, and sort of, you know, raise an eyebrow. And then I'm going to start making my way off to explore uh, the northern bit. So mm. I can move 60 feet. Sorry, thirty feet. Sorry, thirty feet.
2: Yeah, thirty feet. I was about to say sixty feet at a dash. You've think. got very
0: long legs. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you've specifically asked Zippy to do that, are you waiting for Zippy to say he's coming with you, or do you want to just sort of head off, assuming he's
4: following you? I'm, I'm just going to head off, assuming he's following me. So <laughs> I can move. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll move to. Let me just grab a hand. I'll move to here.
2: Um, so as you're moving off uh, since you're interacting with Zibi Zibi are you going to follow him or are you going to do something else uh. <laughs> <laughs> where um, do your, your morals lie <laughs> right. Zibi's, uh,
3: Zibi's going to turn to uh, Silicree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say "We Man's going to get himself killed keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on her and I'll, f- I'll make sure he doesn't get himself murdered
2: uh Kidoki. So you so you're going to go going to go with Rana?
3: Yeah, I'm going to follow Rana um just to make sure he doesn't f- fall into a hole or something. Um <laughs>
2: uh, Kidoki.
3: But um uh, but yeah, because uh because he gets on quite well with uh, Siliqui, then uh, um he's hoping that she'll just keep an eye on uh, mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: Okay, thanks. um So Rana and Zibby, as you're moving over towards the tents, um, are you? So, what, what, what are, uh, do I move yet or not yet? If you're going to move with Rana, the two of you move together. What are you doing? Are you Are you looking at the tents? Are you looking around at the debris on the floor? Or are you sort of looking over towards the the bird and the pen over here?
4: Or I'm I'm just I'm I'm sort of scanning left and right, looking at the ground, looking for any signs of a struggle, any signs for life, just. Looking for anything that crops up or looks out of the ordinary.
2: Signs of life. There isn't anything in particular. It being the jungle, there is almost always some signs of life, um, but nothing that would hint at a humanoid or uh, perhaps a source of of whatever commotion. However, what is obvious as you're walking around is is the destruction. This is there isn't really a mystery about this. Apart, you know, this place has been attacked. While some of these tents over here are still standing, several places they've been ripped, um, but clumsily. It doesn't especially look like, you know, weapons were used. It just looks like, you know, things have been wantonly destroyed. Here and there you do also see uh, splatters of blood too. So again, you know, deaths have occurred here. Um, There are footprints as well. Um, so, if you wanted to have a closer look at them, you could uh, certainly make an investigation,
4: try and maybe work out some more details. I'll I'll have a look at the the footprints at the foot, the tents near where I am and see if okay. I can uh, divine what may have occurred. So, let's give it a roll. That's going to be an investigation. Let's see what happens. That's fourteen. I've
1: mm. oh, got minus one. <laughs> have you?
0: Have you got minus for investigation?
4: <laughs> I do. He does. <laughs> For investigation,
2: yes. Or actually, no. Hang on, sorry, no. Add your survival modifier to that because what you're really doing, you're tracking. That actually is something you're good at, so... Oh, uh, in which case 20, that's much better. With that roll, Rana, what you discover is that it seems like all of the footprints are humanoid. There's no dinosaur footprints or some sort of monster footprints. Everything appears to be... Just humanoid, bog-standard feet. Here and there, there are a few odd marks that you realise could only have been made by something that was walking, but with missing pieces. Let's say.
4: Okay, I'll carry on looking. I don't think I'll, I don't feel I have enough information as anything conclusive at this point. So I'll carry on searching. But I've I've moved as far as I wish to move.
2: Hmm. Right, um, Percival, you're next up on my list here. Um, so from okay. your perspective, you have pulled up at the shore. you I don't know whether you're tying up the boats. Annette's certainly sort of helping to tie up the boats, but uh, Rana and Zibi have gotten off, and they've headed off around to the tents, and Undril has just gone straight to that tent at the front, calling out for a commander Vines. Uh
1: Yes, I, I will be uh, helping Annette tie up the boats safely, because mm-hmm. um, I know that we need to get back. Uh, or at least,
2: like, dragging them onto shore. Mm, yep. And then, having <laughs> having pulled them up onto, onto shore, I won't make you roll for that particularly, but what uh, what will you do now? Well, I
1: mean, I'm kind of having a look around. I'm scanning the area, really. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like, what is this exactly? It looks like a lot of uh, de- uh, detritus and... What are do you looking know at? Well. Um, so, so, just to the... Um, is. By the way, on this map is north upwards. Yes, uh, uh, I think, yes, I think north
2: is upwards. Hold on, I'll just see. There there should be a compass somewhere. Yeah, north yes, is
1: upwards. Is. Yep, okay. Uh, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> <laughs> couldn't see because of my field of vision. Okay, so it's essentially to the south of the camp. Um, there looks like there's... Uh, it, it looks like it was a some kind of... Um, like a little campsite or something like that. So so, so some this, people thing, were this playing, thing
2: here? yeah. Okay, so, so I know wanna, there's
1: the fire there, but I'm just um, kind of having a look around that fire <laughs> again. Like it looks tent.
2: lit. Yeah. It it yeah. looks lit on this on this image, but in the um, in in the I say reality, um, in the in the theater of the mind, it actually, it's 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 black and cold. There's there's no smoke coming Fine. off of it. Fine.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to head over there, I'm going I'm to kind of scan this whole area, so that'll kind of be including some of the tents that are just around me as well, and, and you know, You've scanning the floor in- essentially, see- seeing if I see any kind of, again, signs of life, it's seeing... Investigation from you there? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Uh, 13. 13, okie dokes. With that roll, again, like with Rana, you can see there's obvious signs of a struggle. What you're standing in looks to essentially be a crumpled version of these. Oh, so what's the tent? Yeah, it seems to have been left... um, These ones seem to have been left standing. Uh, This one, has been trampled, essentially. There's, you know, there's splintered bits of poles, there's rips of canvas. um, There are, you know, blood splatters aplenty. If you were to be a guessing man, you would assume that whatever had attacked... Several probably people were caught in this tent and as a result drew the ire of whatever was attacking.
1: Okay. Can I can I see any like any shiny
2: stuff knocking about? Not you know? with that investigation roll. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I mean there's maybe a few papers and stuff like that, but you said shiny stuff, so no.
1: Yeah, I, I kinda of mean, you know, stuff that might catch my eye really.
2: Uh yeah, no, no, um, there's there's nothing like that that's there. Fine. Unlike these, uh, every other building down here is all canvas tents and wooden poles. This up here appears to be. This is earthenware, and um, this is a sort of a, a crude brick. Well, looks like it was a crude brick hut of some kind.
1: And that's that's on top of a that's on on top of a hill or hill. It is,
2: yeah, it? yeah. You can't okay. see into it, but you can see like half of it is still standing. Okay. Okie dokie. Um,
0: And um, um, was it this bit that Percival was checking out?
2: He was checking yeah. out that
0: yeah, bit. And Annette, is she still tying the boats up?
2: Yeah, if the three of you were sort of pulling those up, you could even say, between the two of them, Percival and Annette were doing that. So if you wanted to, you could go after Undrill because Zibi did say, um, look after her. So if you wanted to go after her, you could do...
0: Percival, um, would you mind... Uh, there's, there's a tense over there, look on the right. If you, I want, I, It'd be good to have a look to see if there's any anyone... Who, who we might be able to help. Um, if you wanted to get in, uh, Inette when she's back from the boat, I must go after andre She looked very upset, and Zibi's worried, so I got to I got to go and chase her.
1: That's fine. But if you, if, you if, go ahead. If you
0: come, if you come with after once you've had a look in those tents and got Inette, if you come after us, and help, um, okay, and we'll see you back. Back, come and find us.
1: No problem. I'll do that. I won't go off and do something else.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, so I go to uh, chase. Andrel, I'm coming. Wake up.
2: Uh, so Undrel is in the tent. Uh, I know I placed her there, but she is, she is inside the tent. Are you going to go in after I'm going
0: to go in there, but I'm going to get my my big, long monkey weapon thing that's on my back. I'm going to draw it just in case.
2: You've got a monkey on your back now. Stepping <laughs> inside the tent, uh, you find Undrel... Still in a considerable state of panic. She's clearly in quite a bit of distress. The ordeal has basically just... just shaken her. She's looking under tables, pulling up chests that contain bits of paper. What you're seeing, it's a command tent. It hasn't got the trappings of something you would live in. It is much more a strategic centre for the camp. Um, And Undril, she's, she's basically run into here and seems to just be trying to come to terms with with what's happened.
0: what 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 is it you're looking for? Is is there anything I can help with? I'm so sorry this has happened. They can't... They can't...
2: They can't all be gone. We had... We had 60 strong warriors here. How... How could this have happened?
0: I... I don't know. I, I, I will try to find out who... Who would have done such a thing? They're monsters the monsters. To do this is, is terrible. Um, I. Is there anything I can help with right now? What? What is, are you? Is there anything important other than the people, um, that, that would be here that would make me help? I.
2: No, it doesn't. There's nothing here. This was supposed to be an outpost. We were meant to make this our our base our base for for striking back at the the undead of Cholt but now with the people gone it's just it's just canvas
0: it's 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 horrible it's we will find the people who did this and we will take we will make them there are people responsible for this we will make them pay I'll just said there were 60 people here so we can count how many bodies we find to see if there's anybody missing
2: um yeah can we even see any bodies that's the point Mm. that's that's the thing you guys haven't seen any bodies uh you guys probably don't know that yet because rana rana and zibi have gone off in one direction uh percival's yes. gone off in another direction um but siliqui and undrell probably haven't absorbed that yet because you guys have just gone straight to this tent and not really looked around
0: so Andre, let's let's have a look around the rest of the camp to see if we can find anyone and find out what happened um you you're right don't don't run off on your own in case there's any any bad guys and you're on your own um so stay with someone so um but i'll i'll go with you and we'll go and have a look to see uh if we can find anyone
4: you're right
2: i should i should keep my head okay at this point um percival uh, you notice Inette after having secured the rowboats and seemingly unsure what to do with herself, she comes up with you as you guys have all sort of split off into twos, and she's been left on her own with the boats.
4: What?
1: This was supposed to be
2: supposed to be a, a, almost like a fort. How's how's this happened? But beyond that, she's just muttering while Fine. you're while you're having a look at the at everything. Yeah. Uh, Rana and Zibi, we're back around to you guys, so you've had a wander around and Rana, you've picked up on the footprints. Zibi, you've sort of moved around um, but Beyond that, as far as I know, you haven't really done anything. Is there anything in particularly you're off you're wanting to do as you're moving around this way? Um, so um, Rana was investigating the
3: footprints and obviously he's muttering stuff about humanoid. Yeah, you know, doesn't seem to be uh, anything else. Um, so I am going to have so all of these these tents sort of here and here.
2: Well, I guess and
3: mm-hmm. all of these they're all just sort of ripped and torn and.
2: Yeah, it's not It's not wholesale. It's not, it's not as if every single tent has been destroyed. Um, there are some tents right at the back, you can just about sort of see through the lines of tents that have been completely crushed. Mm. But most of these tents, they're still standing, but the canvas, yes, it's been ripped in odd ways. Again, it's not the clean cut that you would expect of, say, a knife or something, but it's a, a sort of, it's like something's torn away at the... Almost
3: like claws, mm, yeah. Um, so, the footprints that Rana is looking at—are they going in any f- sort of particular direction? Or uh,
2: for that, I will need a survival check to determine where they're going.
3: Oh, plus three. Um, I always surprise myself when I've actually got a fairly decent modifier. Come on, <laughs> fairly decent modifier, but shit roll. So five. So uh, footprints. Um, what a feat!
2: <laughs> yeah, for, for you, this is a muddle. There's certainly nothing that seems to resemble like an order to the footsteps.
3: I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Rana. Rana, where are
2: these footprints going? Aye. <laughs> With Rana's fantastic survival role earlier, the two of you are kind of like looking together, and what you sort of piece together is you're essentially the Watson in this uh, case, where you've said something <laughs> really obvious, and the Sherlock has basically gone, "That's it." You sort of point out that oh, it's just a mess, there's no order to these to these footsteps and with that jockey at the memory, Rana what you notice as well is that yeah, there is no order to these footsteps. They're disjointed, they've come from different directions and as I say, some of the footprints look like humanoids but damaged, broken you think a word in your head that is undead undead
4: Rana turns, looks over his shoulder. I'll turn my character slightly. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, Looks over his shoulder and says, um, Footprints scattered. Some are disjointed, missing pieces. Uneven footsteps. Then I'll sort of glance around and say, Undead, I think.
3: Uh, Zibby uh, Zippy turns around and bellows over his shoulder yeah right there beware the walking dead
4: <laughs> righty-ho marvellous
3: uh, steps between his feet anyway that's where I was considering to move
4: okay yeah I will I will move up to here um just a quick question if I may I'm assuming the area so straight ahead of me here this is raised up isn't it? So I I am lower than. that. Yes. How high
2: is it? It's five feet, but there are steps just here. And as you move forward, you can because it's only five feet, you can sort of see up. Your kind of your your eye is level with the big toe. Okay. Yep. You can sort of see inside. It's quite dark in there, but you can see. You know, there's sort of there's there's a lot of cobwebs, um, which is what these things are. Um, yep. sort of strung strung across the way. Not you know giant cobwebs um, but you know it's it's clearly a very old and ancient passageway um, but it just sort of leads off into the darkness you can't really see much more detail. Are the, are the webs intact? Mm. Most of the ones further back, uh, the ones that are closest do seem to have been disturbed however it looks like the spiders are effectively rebuilding their webs there's none hanging straight through the middle but up around the ceiling and in the corners you can see that the webs are being remade
4: Not in, like, a sinister way or anything. Mm, Okay. I was perhaps seeing Mm. if anything had perhaps walked through them on its way out of the darkness to eat everyone. Uh, So, but everything's further back. But if the spiders are rebuilding them, then the spiders may well have already repaired the damage.
2: With your survival check from earlier... Mm-hmm. you would know it doesn't appear that any of the tracks you can see have come from the steps they have all come okay. from the
4: jungle from, from out the jungle um do i recognize the bird the bird not on um not, not in a personal sense like oh hi dave uh yes uh, hi. Uh, <laughs> brian <laughs> kevin uh, every week, how's the family uh no, just do, do i recognize uh, what, what manner of bird it is
2: give me a give me a nature check
4: it's a fish.
2: <laughs> Twelve. So it's a type of creature. It looks to be about the size of a... It's like the size of a dog, I think? So while, while it says little, um, it's actually... With that nature roll, you realise that actually that is supposed to be little because what this is is a fledgling axe beak. It's essentially a, a chicken-like creature um, with a lovely blue plumage... But its beak on the front of its face is actually, rather than going to a sharp point, is actually sort of flat and curved. And do you know the do you know the animated film Quest for Camelot? No, I
4: don't think I've seen it actually. Many, many years since I've seen it, but yes,
2: there's a character in there that has an axe for a face essentially, and um, that is that is basically what you're looking at. You are looking at a chicken with an axe for a beak, but it's the size of a okay. dog.
3: Okay.
2: Perfectly normal. And uh, Rana, you would know that this is a creature that you have seen, usually, outsiders, visitors to Chort, uh, in particular, because your tribe has sort of had contact with the Order of the Gauntlet at this camp. You sort of you know that they're there. Um, you know that these axe beaks are used as mounts when they are old enough.
4: Okay. Perhaps a useful resource for later, then, if might be might Perhaps. be usable. Or we could eat it, mm-hmm. if we get hungry. Or you or most. you could eat it,
2: yes. Hmm. okay. okay. Um Zibi, is there anything in particular you want to do at uh, at this point as you've moved over?
3: I am going to look across to my right and shout across to Siliqui and Undrill.
2: So, you're right there, love. Uh, yeah. So, Percival, you are over this way Hello. with Innet. What are you going to do?
1: Okay, given that uh, uh, old Zibby has decided to call out about the undead, I'm I'm going on high alert. So, so I'm making sure I've got my uh, my sword out and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, turn around. Inette is kind of next to you, gripping a small club.
1: Yes. Okay, Inette, be careful. You might have to go clubbing oh. in a minute. Don't worry. Um, the possibility of undead. Keep your eyes peeled.
2: Uh, Okay. Okay, Mr. Silverlight.
1: Yeah, call me Mr. Silverlight.
2: (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yes, I I like it. (laughs) Say it again.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to rewind the creepiness. Uh, (laughs) Go over to the tents to the south, and um, Mm -hmm. very, very Gently listen out. Be be quiet. Listen out see if I can hear any movement or anything like that.
2: Give me a perception roll. Thank You're <laughs> you
1: kidding me. You're kidding. me All I can hear is is my my own sense of awesomeness. <laughs> As a one. Pretty
2: much, yeah. The uh, the the oh, the dear. awe with which the awe with which um, Inette is uh, is holding you. Possibly undeservedly, <laughs> um, is uh, is just yeah, it's just making you you are deaf to anything that might be. To be honest, anywhere. Um, God damn, I'm great. So yeah, far as far as you're concerned, you cannot hear anything out of the ordinary. That's fine.
1: So I'm what I re- was actually wanting to do slightly part the uh, the the cut the um uh, the front of one of the tents with with my rapier, It's kind of peering inside. Okay. Um, I really
0: hoping that throws mm-hmm. better because uh, she she's an, an NPC, so I really hope.
1: Yeah, that.
2: I mean, can she hear anything? <laughs> Let me know. She if you doesn't hear appear to. She's she's she is unnerved. Um, you know, she's 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 getting a little bit little bit scared. Um, she is literally she's playing the uh, the damsel following the hero in this instance because she just she is really out of her depth.
0: Oh God, poor thing.
2: Anyway. <laughs> she's with the right guy natural one B. you take your rapier you slowly use the tip of it to raise up the tent door seems okay so far you pull it back a little way and inside you can see uh, bundles of clothes there's a bedroll in there in fact there's a couple of bedrolls in there There appears to be equipment as well, but it's all in a rather sort of scattered mess, really. It looks like somebody wasn't really paying much attention to what they were doing as they went through it. As you pull it back and you go to sort of have a look, the faintest hiss gives you warning and a shape shoots out from the mass of covers and I would like you to give me a dexterity saving throw, but you can make it at advantage because you're using your rapier um, at a distance. You didn't just stick your head in. No. Okay. Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm smart. Um, <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to roll 2d20s. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, it was a dexterity, yeah? Yep, dexterity. Okay. Uh, it's 19. Ooh.
2: Uh, so that's 22. Yep. You're able to avoid the first bite as you realise that in looking into this specific tent, you have disturbed... Bear with me. A poisonous snake. It's a black snake with little green gem eyes that comes up and lashes out at you. But you're able to sort of take a step back and... To you're able to avoid the first attack, but the snake, clearly realizing that it is a bit of a disadvantage, dives backwards and sort of reburies itself in the detritus within that tent, vanishing okay. once more.
1: Uh, okay, in that in that case, I, I suggest to uh, Innette to uh, just take a step back and uh, leave the snake be there for the moment. Mm-hmm. Watch out, guys. There's I've I just attacked my snake. Luckily, I managed to dodge. Make sure you dodge too.
2: Siliqui, Undril. Yes. You guys, having had your uh, your heart to heart in the tent, come out and start to look around. You heard Zibby call out, look out for the undead. Um, mm-hmm. And Undril, it's it's almost like sort of like her worst fears are confirmed, just kind of like the undead. But we were supposed to be prepared for the undead. We, we shouldn't have been overwhelmed by them. And she comes out and uh, and she sort of uh, with your call to her zibi she calls back to you sort of saying what do you mean undead where where how many so i, I shout back, no we can't see any
3: yet but we man thinks it's them that attacked the
2: undead attacked <sighs> they were undefended she sort of looks around and and she says there were supposed to be fortifications Vimes can't have put them up properly, or maybe they just weren't expecting the attack. Uh, Siloi, is there anything particularly you want to say or do?
0: Uh, Andre, I don't know if you heard me earlier. Uh, on around the corner from here, there was a red-robed character. He stood on top of ill. and they had a long red robe, uh, but they had a hood up, so we couldn't see their face. Um, but they. Uh, uh, they had lots of necklaces on and um, and like shining pinpricks. Uh, would do you know what they might be? Because they might be a, what uh, partly undead, or they may have something to do with what happened here.
2: Andril listens to your description of the red-robed figure, mm-hmm. and she's puzzled. She she shares your concern and and worries that perhaps these undead did have something to do with that figure, but. She doesn't recognise it as as a particular enemy of the Order of the Gauntlet or anything like that. It doesn't really stir anything in her mind.
0: Um. So I'm going to shout to Zibby. Uh, Zibby, have you found? Is there any people uh, dead or alive your way? We haven't found any signs of anyone, let alone dead or alive. Um. Andrea says there was about sixty of her people here. And um, Although Percy could probably hear me say the same thing because I'm, you know, speaking loud enough.
2: Yeah, Percy, you would hear this shouting back and forth as well. Yeah. No, we haven't seen
3: any bodies at all. We've just seen some torn up tents and some scruffy footprints.
1: Uh, I've got a snake. Doesn't count, does it?
3: We're going to have a look at the uh, the tunnel, uh, (laughs) the tunnel between this chap's legs. Um, We're just going (laughs) to have a look at the the tunnel at the base of the statue. Do you
0: think we should uh, uh, secure the outside first to make sure there's nothing dangerous that could follow you in, and then we all go in together? I'm not
3: going in yet. We're just we're just moving here to see what we can see
0: um i say to um so yeah again uh, andre in on the same conversation andre should we hmm. should we check the outside first to see if there's anything uh uh that's going to be on towards us or um to make sure we, we're um minimizing danger and then uh also to see if there's anybody alive still um before we go inside the the statue thing um
1: uh, I suggest probably checking all the tents and also the big structure down to the south
0: Also, Andre, is there anything that would be useful to us? Like, well, I, I'm very sorry that um, your people seem to be missing at least at the moment um, but and and you know, the camp has been um, gutted but we also we're out of rations and um, we all we also need to eat tonight so we can um, be strong enough to be able to um, stop whatever it is that's causing this uh, and damaging these, this, these places.
2: You had enough rations to eat today. It's yeah, tomorrow you'll that. have to worry about.
0: Yeah, but if there's mm. anything at all yeah. we can get from here, obviously we can take it with us. Yeah, as well.
3: we need to scavenge a bit, don't we?
2: Yeah. Yep. Untrill sort of thinks for a minute and then says, "If there was food nearby, there'd be the food would be." prepared in the mess tent it's a bigger tent not one of these command tents but a but a bigger tent maybe and she has a look around and says oh that one and and points to a large tent to the north undril points out that that tent there would be the one that has any food in it
0: percival yes um will you be all right checking the other tents down there um whilst we work our way up um back over to um to help rana and, uh, Zibi, or, or do you want me to come and help you clear out those tents?
1: Given that there are lots of undead blighters out there, we might need to stick together a little bit just until we make sure we get this place clear.
0: Okay. and um, Andra, if you're okay to go with, um, Zibi, if I don't know if Zippy wants to go to those tents first or whether he comes with us, but if he's not coming with us, if you go with Zibi, I'll go and help... Percival and, and Annette with the, the tents down here. um, And then we'll... Uh, or should we all go together?
1: I vote for going north. And then, once we've looked there, we can go
3: south.
0: Okay, if you want to do that, yeah.
3: I'll turn back and say, I, I think we should probably stick together, just in case. Uh,
2: Rana and Zibi, it is now round to you.
4: Okay. Seeing as the... Temple seems, the temple entrance thing seems fairly, or at least reasonably safe. So I'm going to continue advancing north the way I was. So I'll face this way and I will go Mm -hmm. up to here. And then I will turn and I will look into the tent to see what's in the tent.
0: So me and Andrew are actually quite close behind, I imagine, because we're going that way as well.
2: So, are you are you four? Undrill, Siliqui, and Sibby are you all are you all going with Rana up to that to that point? Because you, you may as well all move as one unit together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the case. Okay. I yep. would also be following. Thank you, thank Undrill uh, basically leads you up there because um, she's sort of showing you showing you where it is. Percival, if you're, are you gonna, you're heading up that way as well?
1: Uh, yes, I'd be taking Annette and essentially just like kind of making my way up, up to the uh, same set of
2: tents. I'd say make your make your way up to where Annette is in front of the steps. Uh, that, yeah, because I'd say that. you're far you're far enough away that it takes you a little longer to get up there yep. and see what um, see what the others are seeing. Uh, Percival,
0: yes. I was going to say that with to uh, the saying to Percival as well, for him to also keep an eye that um, nothing follows us in, it follows us.
2: Yeah, that's
1: pretty that much what my plan was. Yeah.
2: Don't worry, I've got your ass. Undril shows you the way up, mm-hmm. and she pulls back the, the tent flap, shows you the inside of the tent, and what you see is, it's a mess hall kind of area, so it's where the cooks for the camp would have been making the meals for these soldiers, and you've got some tables there, some benches for them to eat at. There's a few bits of food around. A fair amount of it looks like it's started to go off. It's got that look about it of prepared food or half-prepared food that hasn't quite been finished and has just been left. Doesn't appear to have been much actually ransacked though. It looks much more like perhaps somebody was eating and then they then they just left their food. Hmm. Uh, if you wanted to do a investigation or survival to find some food, I think.
4: I'll I'll do a survival. Because you'd have
2: to you'd have to separate out bad food from good food. Twenty-four. Find all the food. It's not like you find a pack of rations exactly, but you're looking through the stores, and though a lot of the food that's actually been got out has clearly been in the process of being prepared has started to go off in the sun. Well, I say the sun, inside the tent. You do manage to collect together enough for seven days rations. Um, that's not seven each, though. That is just <laughs> seven altogether. You will have to mm-hmm. distribute that as best you can.
4: Well, Zippy doesn't need one extra because Zippy's got one more than more, one more than the rest of us.
0: Yeah. So, um, with Andrew and Annette, did they both just have ten days rations as well?
2: Yeah, they were of the impression that it was going to be a ten-day journey and that okay. they'd be able to uh, stock up. So, yeah, they are going to need
4: food as well.
0: Right, So they're at the same position as our apartment.
4: well if, if, in which case if, if we all get one ration and then we've got one spare ration and one person can have an extra ration so everyone including undrill mm-hmm. and Annette get one ration and then we have one extra mm-hmm. so we, we all jump up to essentially we're all on our two rations basically yeah and one yeah. one person has and three Zibby already has one extra from the fish she killed yeah.
3: it's like Christmas how about if how about if I stick it two and then we've got two to
4: share?
0: That might be better because that way we can work out what to do with the two as well. Okay. We end up splitting them or something and doing half each or something.
4: Someone has to carry them though, and I think a ration yeah. has to be a, a has to be a whole ration. So it's going to be a whole ration. That's someone fine, has no, to I'll, carry them. That's fine.
1: I'm, I'm just going to put it on my. Okay, uh, that's fine. So I'm on two,
4: and you you jump two extra then. Okay, cool. So yeah, I've got
1: I've got four in total. So like obviously I can distribute it to other people if we need it. Okay,
2: Yeah, okay, cool. Siliqui and Zibby, as you guys are kind of outside. I kind of assume you'd be glancing over at the at the strange bird in the paddock.
1: Mhm.
4: Yeah.
2: I think certainly Siliqui and I think Zibby as well would also uh, recognize that this is an axe beak as well, especially with Rana telling you about this, you know, this strange-looking bird that, you know, the foreigners for to chalt essentially will sometimes use as mounts. Uh, it's easy to put together exactly what this creature is. Up to you guys whether or not you want to do anything with it. At the minute, it has wings. But it's a flightless animal, so it is kind of trying to hop the fence, but isn't really tall enough. It's just kind of like bashing against the fence, sort of trying to get away from you.
0: Look at that the poor thing. The point of the thing is, he wants to go, and he's, he's trapped, in, in here, it's horrible. I, I have heard, as Lana was saying, about people riding them. I don't believe in it myself. But does anybody know how to ride one of these? Uh, basically is anybody proficient in land vehicles or riding of birds (laughs) proficient
1: in (laughs)
2: land vehicles I think it's not a land vehicle surely I
0: don't know
2: Uh, technically speaking land vehicles does also include animals that you ride on amazing Uh,
3: can I see if I can calm the uh, calm it down because apparently I've got plus three on animal
2: handling of course you can what are you going to do to try and calm it down
3: I haven't got proficiency on it but I've I've got fairly good animal handling how big is it at the
2: minute um, it's a fledgling, so it's about the size of a dog. Um, in order to be big enough to actually carry a humanoid, it would need to be significantly bigger.
3: Oh, you know, I wasn't worrying about that. I was worrying about if I hop over the fence, is it gonna headbutt me in the ghoulies?
2: Um, I mean, it has, it has got max. If you fail your animal handling, that might happen.
3: I'm gonna crouch down at the fence and just, um, just call to it softly and just see if I can coax it from being mental.
2: Okay, dokie. So. Sure. Um, so, give me an animal handling check then. Let's do that. Hey, hey. Ooh, 21. Zibby the axe whisperer.
0: Ooh, nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, effectively. Um.
0: Um. So while Zibby's doing that, can I be calling to as well? I'm supposed to say to Rana, Rana, what did... Do you know what these things eat? Uh, It might be here. It might have been here a while. Um, What what kind of food do they eat?
4: Um, On the assumption that Rana would know this if he's seen people riding the birds, Mm. and it's a predatory bird, uh, so Rana looks at the bird and says, Meat. They eat meat. Or fish. But meat is best.
0: Do we have... um in our rations, is there any of it meat?
3: Well dried meat, maybe. There's a snake over there.
0: If we're thinking about <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually uh It's got a kind of raptoral beak and, mm. and features, so I kind of I kinda of guess it would eat meat.
0: Well in that case, I from my ration, if we've got meat in our rations, I don't eat meat anyway. Um, mm. so I'm gonna take the meat part out of my ration and offer it to the bird to try and calm it and feed it because it's a baby and it probably hasn't eaten.
2: So first of all Zibby's, uh, Zibby's cooing the axe beak sort of it still looks suspicious but it sort of seems to it seems to be more curiosity than than outright dislike Mother
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not necessarily
3: Zibby's going to going to hop over the uh, hop over the fence he's going uh, right. to fish out a little bit of uh sort of dried jerky out of his uh, out of his backpack and, uh, I was going to say, are you going to take
2: the one being proffered by Siliqui? Cause Siliquia? Because oh, yes, sounds like you're you yeah, yeah. wanting to help out with this.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah, um, yeah she's going to help because um, she, she's veggie anyway. So um, rather than you, you mm-hmm. lose the ration of your dinner, she's just getting rid of the meat part of hers.
3: Yeah, yeah so yeah, I'll, so I'll can grab to that and hop over yeah. the fence and offer it, to the, uh, offer it to the juvenile
2: axe beak. OK, make me another animal handling check.
3: Uh, so that's a twelve.
2: So that was your animal handling. Sylloquy, you can either give him advantage, or if you want to try as well, you can try and use your animal handling to to boost it. It really it really comes down to which of you has the higher higher animal handling check. We've
0: both got plus three. Both feel the same. Yeah. Then yeah. Um so what's that? 14.
2: So Zibby. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with this particular approach, you've now you've gotten a bit too close. And the axe beak decides to go for you, and it is going to make an attack against you with its beak. I don't think that's going to do it, to be honest. Just double check what your AC is. Yeah, that's way too high. Um, yeah, it's at the other end, and you sort of you come in holding out this piece of food, and you see one of its claws just scratches backwards once or twice on the ground, and then it charges you with its beak. However. You are wearing chainmail, and the beak does little more than you know slightly wind you.
3: Uh, I will not move. I will not move, and just go and mm-hmm. just continue making cooing noises at it.
2: Thank you, Dax.
1: I think he likes you.
3: <laughs> Softly, call back
2: over my shoulder. Shut your fucking face! He's
1: trying to hug you with his face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm afraid at this point, Zibi, um If you wanted to try again later, you could do, but at this point, the axe beak has just—it's run back off to the other side, and it's just trying to intimidate you. It sort of—it screeches at you, and even though you're cooing, it's—it it's, doesn't seem receptive anymore. It seems to have taken your your move, well-intentioned as might have actually been. Um, this animal seems to think that you were that you were trying to threaten it, and it's now going on the defensive. Okay, well, we we can come back to it. It's fine.
0: Is Rana still in the tent or is he outside of the tent?
2: Well, that's, that was the next thing I was going to address. That is Basically, that is what you guys are doing over here. Um, Percival and Innet. what are you guys doing now? Because you are, as I say, you guys are a separate team, so to speak. Are you going over to join them as well? Or is uh, there anything else you want to do?
1: No, I I am still uh, scouting, essentially. Um I may well move slightly closer to the tents and see if there's anything that I can see around there. But essentially, it it will be um, just making sure that nothing is kind of creeping up on us, uh, keeping my wits about me, uh, trying to get
2: uh, Annette to do the same so it's funny you mention Annette. As you sort of walk off towards uh, towards the tents, you're doing that thing where you're, I assume, kind of trying to reassure her, doing a bit of the hero's waffle. Yeah. And it's... You sort of... You do a double take as you realise that Annette hasn't really followed you. She seems <laughs> to have sort of stopped and be looking up at the statue in the cliffside. Okay. And when you call to her, she looks over you a bit dazed, just kind of says, it's like, oh, sorry, I just... It, i'm I, I might just have a quick look at that um that statue I think i can see writing on the foot there
1: okay I'm coming with you though be careful
2: you follow Annette up she sort of points out look
1: here there's writing just here on the toe
2: was it like you know jimmy was here
0: <laughs>
2: not quite it looks a little bit more it's not quite it's not graffiti this is actually this looks like it's been purposely like a dedicated message. However, uh, you wouldn't understand Cap- it. Captain Vimes smells. No <laughs> 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 nothing like that. <laughs> Inette however, <Okay. laughs> um, takes a look at it and you know starts to get a bit excited. and She says, "Ooh, this is this is written in old Chorten. It's a a language from the from the Chort Empire, or well, the Kingdom, really. It's it, uh, give me a second. I think I can translate it." she pulls out a notebook that she has um, which thankfully wasn't lost in the uh, in the raid from the goblins. Um, uh. and just just starts sort of like jotting things down and is you know trying to decipher what the message says. Um, from where you are standing though, you can have a look down the tunnel if you would like. Uh, of,
1: of course I am because <laughs> it's a dark, scary tunnel.